Aquarius season. The season for busting out of the social norms, waving our free flag, and being our unique selves. This Aquarius season is really an interesting one because as the sun is in Aquarius now, Pluto is also moving out of Capricorn, which is a momentous event because Pluto is very slow moving. Pluto enters the zodiac sign of Aquarius after a 240 year cycle and after 16 years of being in Capricorn, building and restructuring or blowing up the structures and systems that we have. Pluto is the uh, impulsion planet, it is the tear up the foundation and start all over again. You know, your cabinets or your closet is a wreck. Pluto's energy comes in and says, let's tear it all out and rebuild it better. Reorganize it. So after this 240 year journey, Pluto is entering Aquarius on January 20th, where it will primarily remain until 2043. So with this energy, the sun is also at the same time entering Aquarius. So today we're gonna be diving into Aquarius energy. What is it? What does it mean? Welcome to the podcast. If you are here, new here, make sure that you subscribe and tune into the other episodes that support you through your recovery journey from narcissistic abuse. Today is Aquarius Day, so let's dive into it. Welcome to the Empath and the Narcissist Podcast spiritual healing from trauma and abuse for empaths, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host, Raven Scott, spiritual mentor and author, and I'm empowering empaths in recovery and healing from narcissistic abuse and childhood trauma through human design, self-care, mindfulness advice, and expert interviews. Subscribe now. Welcome to the era of Aquarius as the sun takes its annual journey through this innovative and forward thinking zodiac sign. We are greeted with a burst of cosmic energy that encourages us to embrace our unique selves. I think Aquarius is really interesting because it is a duality. It's all about being your own unique self, individuality, and for the greater good, the collective consciousness. In my book, Empath Guides Rising Strong, I talk about each zodiac and specifically the moon and the energy of aquarius is on page 53 unconventional intellectual open-minded humanitarian and seeks uniqueness so you can hear a lot of opposing energies there but it's very much a duality sign so let's just dive into a few of these aspects and the energies of aquarius and then we'll get into the human design gates that Aquarius is related to in the human design chart. So Aquarius is the intellectual explorer. Aquarius is an air sign. It is known for its intellectual prowess and love for exploring new ideas. During this season, you might find yourself drawn to unconventional thoughts and concepts. Embrace this time for intellectual exploration. Start journaling maybe. Take up this dream journal or mind dump journal, or maybe this is a great time for you to um, put into you, you know, your creative juices, like creating a vision board with drawings or art or pictures. 
Embrace this time for intellectual exploration, maybe picking up a new book. You can start working through your healing at the Empath's Guide to Rising Strong new book. Engage in stimulating conversations. Maybe they're difficult conversations. Maybe they're just stimulating and open-mindedness conversations. Uh, read thought-provoking books. Like I said, I just um, purchased a new book, How to Be an Adult in Relationships. I can't think of the author right now. Um, I'll put that in the edit. And allow your mind to wander in uncharted territories. Now, also, Aquarius is very individualistic and unique. So celebrate your individuality and uniqueness. Assess what you might have been conditioned by or felt strong responsibility to be like and analyze that. Is that really you or are you masking a bit of yourself so that you fit in versus shining and embrace, you know, flying your freak flag? Be different. Be individual. And that's really what makes us unique and special. That's what allows us to shine our unique energy out into the world is being our own energy, not being homogenous and like everyone else and acting like how everyone expects us to act. Community-minded is also something to be thoughtful about. Aquarius values individuality, but it also emphasizes the importance of community and collective consciousness. Use this time to connect with like-minded individuals who share your passions and visions for a better world. Collaborate on projects, join social groups, and contribute to the collective energy of positive change. You can always start a book club and start with my book. Now, innovation and progress. Aquarius is ruled by Uranus, the planet Uranus. The ruler of Aquarius is this planet who just loves to think outside the box. Uranus is the energy of innovation, progress, pushing the boundaries, this season encourages you to think outside the box and embrace that change. So what areas of your life could benefit from a fresh perspective? Whether it's your career, your relationships, or personal growth, channel the Aquarian energy to innovate and propel yourself forward. Humanitarians. Aquarius are humanitarians at heart, always seeking ways to make the world a better place. It's not just for them, it's for everyone, their individuality and their independent type movements. During this season, find ways to contribute to the well-being of others. First, of course, fill your cup up and then see how that pours over and out to people around you. Whether through volunteering or supporting charitable causes or simply spreading kindness, just tap into your humanitarian spirit. Focus on being able to shift out of your victimhood and embrace what superpowers you have that can help someone next to you. And I truly believe when we serve, we are actually healing ourselves as well. Because as we take the focus off of ourselves and our experience and our self-loathing or our sadness, it just brings us joy and the joy and the love multiplies. And it truly does heal your heart. I mean, this is what's happened when I 
started embracing my healing process through the podcast and just being here and serving you has allowed me to heal exponentially. And the last bit I'm just going to talk about is embracing your eccentricity. Aquarius is associated with eccentric people, people that are different, people that, you know, don't mind looking different than everyone else or being different than everyone else. And they really do disregard social norms. So allow yourself to break free from any self-imposed limitations or societal expectations. Embrace your eccentric side. Explore the unconventional ideas and don't be afraid to be a little rebellious in pursuit of your passion. So now is the section we talk about some examples of famous people who are Aquarians. So we have Christian Bale, Justin Timberlake, Ellen DeGeneres, and even Alicia Keys, Michael Jordan. I think all of these are really great examples of people who are thinking about the greater good, right? But also are not afraid to be out there, to be who they are. For instance, Ellen DeGeneres, I think she was the first talk show host to come out as openly gay. You have Justin Timberlake. He is an exceptional musician and artist. He started in a group band and then broke out and did his own individual debut album. And then now it's really cool of the project he's working on now are for children, the, the Trolls series, all of those. So it's not just, I want to be famous and sing my songs. Like he's really focused in on, and I think the, the latest Troll movie, he brought the band back together. So I think that's very Aquarian. Alicia Keys, she has this soulful, unique, dynamic way about her. It's very Aquarian uh, because it is extremely unique and and she very much is an activist. Also, her birth name, her last name is not Keys. That's a name that she uh, came up with herself, which is very unique. You're like not, not adopting the status quo of just going by your actual name. The queen of R&B, Miss Keys, has increasingly interwoven her activism into her art. She talks about indigenous rights, HIV AIDS. She co-founded Keep a Child Alive in 2003 and she even talked out about COVID. So she's not afraid to organize and speak her truth and about you know, helping the collective and helping others be strong and rise up. Now we're just gonna assess some of the human design gates, the Aquarius gates. And in my book, I have a chart of the gates in zodiac order, as well as in numerical order and the order of centers. So I'm looking down at my book here. The first one is gate 13 in the self-identity center. Gate 13 is the listener. The I Ching is fellowship of man, and that's on page 177 in my book, Empath's Guide to Rising Strong in the self-identity center section. 177 the listener there is a shadow here of discord obviously when you're not listening there's discord and there's confusion and then there is the the lesson through this gate of discernment and the enlightenment is empathy so the fellowship of man this this gate of the listener is 
located in the identity center or some call the G center. And this gate is associated with the energy of deep listening, empathy, and the potential to be an attentive and compassionate presence for others. It symbolizes the idea of people coming together in harmony. That is beautiful. And that is exactly what Aquarius energy is all about. And the affirmation for gate 13 is with a heart open to deep listening and empathy, I embrace the power of being a compassionate presence for others, promoting harmony and understanding in my relationships. Now, if you have my book, you can follow along. But the next one on page 228 is the gate 19, wanting. The I Ching is called approach. And it is, again, Aquarius. It is in the root center. And the shadow of this is codependence. The gift through this lesson, through this gate, is sensitivity. And the enlightenment is sacrifice. This gate of wanting or wanting is located in the root center. It's associated with the energy of desire, ambition, and the pursuit of what one wants. It's linked to the I Ching the 19th I Ching, which is often translated as approach. And it symbolizes the idea of approaching a goal or desire with determination and focus. And the affirmation for gate 19, with unwavering determination and clarity uh, of purpose, I embrace the power of my desires, taking deliberate steps towards achieving my goals and dreams. The next is gate 41, fantasy. The I Ching is decrease. The zodiac, of course, is Aquarius. And the shadow here is fantasy. The gift in this lesson is anticipation. And the enlightenment is emanation. Gate 41 is often referred to as the gate of fantasy. It's located in the root center. And this gate is associated with the energy of imagination, creativity, and the potential to envision new possibilities. Perfectly Aquarius. So the I Ching is translated into decrease and symbolizes the idea of reducing or simplifying elements to create something new. Gate 41's affirmation, with boundless creativity and a sense of wonder, I embrace the power of my imagination to envision new possibilities and simplify complexities, guiding me through times of change with grace and innovation. Now, if you do not have your chart in front of you or this book in front of you, you can grab your chart for free and the link in the description. I will draft up your chart summary for free and I email that over to you. And if you want to follow along in my book with your chart in front of you, that would be a super investigative line one type. Then you can grab Empath's Guide to Rising Strong on Amazon and paperback. The next gate is 49 Principles. The I Ching is revolution. The shadow is reaction. The gift in this lesson is revolution. And the enlightenment is rebirth. Such powerful Aquarius terms right there. In human design, gate 49 is often referred to as the gate of principles and is located in the solar plexus center. This is the center for emotions. This gate is associated with the energy of having strong personal principles values, and a sense of moral integrity. It's linked to the hexagram 49 in the I Ching, which is often translated as revolution. And the last time we had this Pluto in uh, Aquarius, there was the French Revolution. 
American Revolution. Revolution. And it symbolizes a period of transformation and change driven by adherence to one's principles. The affirmation. And there's, there's more descriptions and things listed beneath each gate. I'm just giving you the first paragraph and the affirmation in the book. So you can definitely grab your book and dive deeper into what all these things mean um, and a little bit more of the descriptions. Gate 49's affirmation. With unwavering integrity and a commitment to my guiding principles, I embrace the power of initiating positive change, revolutionizing my life, and inspiring others to follow their own authentic path. Let's get some poetic snaps, snaps, snaps for that. And the last gate is desire on page 188. Gate 30, desire. The I Ching is the clinging fire. The shadow, of course, is desire. The gift in the lesson is lightness. And the enlightenment is rapture. And human design gate 30 is often referred to as the gate of desire. And it is located in the solar plexus center. This gate is associated with the energy of desire, aspiration, and potential for intense emotional experiences related to one's desires and ambitions. It's linked to the hexagram 30 in the I Ching, which is often translated as the clinging fire, symbolizing a passionate and clinging energy. Gate 30's affirmation is with passion, determination, and emotional balance, I embrace the power of my desires, channeling their intensity into purposeful actions that lead to transformation and fulfillment. And emotions actually are the driving cause for us to manifest change in our lives, right? So I think that's so powerful and a great, perfect gate to end on. That is the final gate of the Aquarius energies in the human design chart. Uh, so we have a solar plexus, an identity center, and a couple root centers. So all of these, if you have them circled on your chart, that means that a planet in your birth chart has activated it or 88 days before your birth chart or the date of your birth has activated it. And so that's a strong energy. So you want to then dive into, okay, I have gate, you know, I have this gate highlighted. That's a strong energy within me. What's the shadow? Do I need to work a little bit more on the shadow? And then what planet is it next to? Is it next to your sun? And this is a real big part of your personality that you shine out to the world. Is it next to Uranus where there's even more potential and potency because Uranus is a ruler of Aquarius? And this is an extremely strong aspect within you. So in order to understand ourselves and to really understand our energies, we need to just dive a little bit deeper into the gates and into the planets to just give you a little hint. And sometimes it's just to give you an affirmation. Like, yes, this is you. This is your uniqueness. You don't need to hide it or mask it or dumb it down or dampen it because people around you don't like it. This is you, and there is a beautiful gift out of it. And sometimes, yes, we may be acting out of our shadow. So bringing awareness to your shadow in that energy and assessing, oh, am I being too clingy? Am I being too passionate? Do I need to find balance here and really be like emanate my passion versus pushing my passion onto people? 
So that's just that mindfulness and that, that personal growth and development through understanding your energies. It's not like, oh, this is my energy and that's my excuse for why I'm such a passionate, fiery person in your face. Deal with it, right? <laughs> like there has to be a balance of it, ha you know, coming from an elevated or a, a compassionate or a place of love. You know, okay, now I understand that I'm a little bit too much because I've got this passionate, fiery gate, um, you know, activated. And maybe it's activated next to my Mars and I'm just insatiated <laughs> for this energy. There's just no way to satiate it. And so that can be part of a shadow that then you need to just develop and work on and, and find the balance and soften your ego around it. You know, that's why we always go back to in human design uh, use your strategy and your inner authority. You know, I think the softening versus the pushing is that wait to respond type of a thing or wait for the invitation. It's just like, it just allows you to be and to soften and not to push so much, push so hard, um, which is really off-putting to most everyone. <laughs> and so it's just a beautiful way to always go back to now your type's strategy how can I wait to respond within this energy? How can I utilize this energy into the, the passions that I have, but doing it in a way that's coming from a place of love and goodwill towards all people. And you can take a look at the famous celebrities that I had mentioned earlier to kind of study those and say, how did they do it? How are they doing it? And it, for all of us, it's a journey. It's just a learning journey through life and really in Aquarius season let's celebrate the cosmic energy that surrounds us embrace your intellectual curiosity honor your individuality and connect with the community innovate fearlessly contribute to the greater good and revel in the eccentricity that makes you who you really are what makes your light just as unique as a, your thumbprint through your human design energetic blueprint. May this season be a time of personal growth, collective empowerment, and a cosmic inspiration to boost us into thriving in 2024. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast, rate and review, and give it a thumbs up here on YouTube. Thank you so much. Leave a comment below of how this resonated with you. Uh, what gates do you have highlighted here that I've mentioned in your chart? If you don't have your chart, grab it for free in the link in the description. I will email you your summary within 24 hours so you can get your free chart. And thank you so much for being here and watching and listening. Until next time, keep your unique light shining. There's something that'll have what you need, what you need. We're broken, it's tragic, we're not all elastic, but maybe there's magic. Believe you could have it, and I know of sadness, the anxious and panic, the infinite vastness of all that.